You're listening to the Mental Housekeeping Podcast, Episode 7. Welcome to the Mental Housekeeping Podcast. Join me every week for new insights on what can be keeping you from living the life that you want and what you can do about it. And I'm your host, Tina Kalamanis. Hey there, it's Tina Kay here with another episode of the Mental Housekeeping Podcast. Have you ever tried telling yourself not to do something and the next thing you know, you're automatically doing that very same thing you told yourself not to do? That has nothing to do with how much willpower you have or that you failed in some way or doomed to never do anything different. It's none of that, but it does come down to this. We all have one mind in two parts. So which one is really in control? Both parts are in control and yet only one really is. I'll explain in a bit, but first, imagine that iceberg that took down the Titanic, that ship that everyone thought was unsinkable. Our mind is like an iceberg, which also is one thing with two parts. One part is the tip, which is visible above the waterline, and the other part is the rest of the iceberg that's quite vast and sits under the water. Our conscious mind is like the tip of the iceberg, and our unconscious mind is the majority that sits underwater and hidden from our awareness. There are also so many things that are happening below the waterline in the unconscious mind, And there are so many things you need to be aware of because they're either keeping you afloat or ripping you down to the bottom, like automatically doing that very thing that you told yourself not to do. And before I go through the five things that you need to know about your unconscious mind, I'm going to start with a tip with five things about your conscious mind and then dive deep and explore those things that are out of your awareness. Compared to the unconscious mind, the conscious mind is limited to what it can do. The number one main job it has is to protect your unconscious mind. It's the bodyguard. I got into this a bit back in episode one, if you want to go check that out. And as the bodyguard, no information gets through to the unconscious mind until your conscious mind agrees to it by deciding to believe it. It will gather all the reasons and create a story around that information it takes in, and that story holds all the logic that supports that belief or thought. The conscious mind doesn't develop until around seven to nine years of age. If you have kids around that age, you may notice they start questioning things, asking for things to be explained, and that's just the conscious mind uh, starting to form. Number two, the information it takes in is all sensory based. Info that we see in our reality, what we hear externally, what we say internally to ourselves, what we smell, what we taste, touch, and feel. Number three, it's the bossy one who always gives orders to your unconscious mind using numbers and language. It speaks in negative contractions like don't, can't, won't, etc which are decisions for certain behavior when you break them down. If you haven't already, check out episode three where I get into this in a lot of detail. Number four, to make those decisions, it uses critical thinking. 
This is where we create some kind of reasoning from all the information that we take in from our senses, which make up our reality. It's objective and uses reality as the facts. This is where we categorize something with a label to make sense of it and group other similar things in that category where it would fit logically. For example, we labeled what we all agreed and believe is a table with the name table and a chair as a chair and so on. And then we categorize them as furniture. Very linear thinking and we do that with everything. Number five, our conscious minds aren't designed to multitask because it holds a limited amount of information at one time. Trying to process too much info will drain your mental energy. It's like draining the RAM of your computer and it'll just slow it right down. When you do try to hold on to too much information in your head, then something will need to be forgotten to make space for that new information. That's why it's super important to write things down and clear them out of your head. Sometimes you can only hold just a couple of things in your mind at one time, or maybe even more, sometimes up to around seven things can easily be remembered, but each person is different. Growing up, we used to remember all our friends' phone numbers because they were seven digits. Then in some areas, we had to remember the area codes as well, which didn't make it as easy to remember as before. And now that we're in the digital era, where we just store everything on our phones and not in our heads anymore. If you're trying to use your conscious mind as your primary source of information and processor, that will sink you faster than the Titanic. The foundation of your mind is the unconscious part and understanding what that does will keep you afloat even if you hit some rough waters or even crash into an iceberg. You will be what the Titanic wasn't, completely unsinkable. So let's dive deep into what rests underneath out of your awareness and into the workings of your unconscious mind, the five things you need to know. First thing, it's like Big Brother. It's uh, constantly listening and watching everything you're experiencing, whether you're aware of it or not. And it's always listening for directions. Since there is no logical thinking for the unconscious mind, it always needs to be told what to do. And you're constantly sending instructions to your unconscious mind, even if you're not aware that you're doing it. It's subjective and believes everything you say and can't filter out what you're saying. It takes things literally and personally. For example, if you put someone else down, it takes it personally. Like I said, it doesn't filter out who you're referring to. It only serves you. I even have to keep myself in check with this one because at times I do get caught up in the situation and then I just go back and I release what I've said about someone else. Your conscious and unconscious mind speak two different languages. That brings us to number two, the language of these directions. Conscious mind uses words and numbers to communicate with your unconscious and those are the directions it responds to. It needs clear and simple directions to follow, kind of like talking to a five-year-old. Also, choose your words carefully, not just because it takes things personally, also because it doesn't understand negatives, like don't or can't. This is why you end up doing the very same thing that you said to yourself not to do. Because I said it before, it won't choose to do anything other than what you tell it to. 
For example, one of the most popular things we tell ourselves is don't forget. If you tell it to not forget, it won't choose to remember instead. It hears forget and will do just that. It doesn't process the don't part. When you want to actually remember something, simply direct it with the word remember, like remember to pick up dry cleaning. Speak to your mind with clear direction to do something and not what you want it to avoid because that's what you're actually going to get in the end if you keep directing it that way. Your unconscious mind also responds to your actions. It watches as you go from point A to point B and will orchestrate anything with the universe to create roadblocks in your path to make sure that you pick up any new skills needed in order for you to get to that point B because you'll never get to point B with the same knowledge and skills that you had at point A or you'd already be at point B, get it? It knows what to throw at you so you can grow. And most often people just get tripped up and then just drop anchor at the first obstacle when it's really about course correcting you towards what you need to pick up in order for you to navigate forward. The unconscious mind does speak to you, but not with language of words or numbers. It goes beyond that by speaking in symbols. For example, an image, a picture, is one of the symbols, and we've all heard that a picture is worth a thousand words. It's just a deeper way to communicate more things faster. It will symbolically upload memories, things that were said, ideas, solutions, co-create with the universe to bring forth people or opportunities, good or bad, into your life for whatever reason. And those symbols are projected to you so your conscious mind can pick them up through your senses. Your reality is made up of symbolic info your unconscious is playing out in front of you. Let's move on to number three and examine one of those symbols in more detail, your memory. Your unconscious mind is a memory bank because it records every single thing that's ever happened to you and is happening. That amount of space is infinite, unlike the conscious mind that can only hold a few things at a time. When you have memories that are too emotional, too hot to handle, your unconscious mind's purpose is to protect you. And one of those ways is by repressing painful memories that have a lot of unresolved negative emotion attached. And those repressed memories become emotional landmines that can and do get triggered. And when that happens, it means that you're ready and it's safe for you to resolve those feelings. Our natural reaction is usually to bury those painful emotions and memories even deeper. You may do that because you may be missing some of the necessary tools to be able to handle them when they come up. NLP, Neuro Linguistics Programming, is a great tool and depending on how deep that emotional pain is, best to seek a professional to help. Be aware that drinking and doing drugs, prescription or recreational, it doesn't really matter, all bypass your critical thinking your conscious mind and land you straight into your unconscious mind. And that could trigger one or more of these emotional landmines and you won't even know what hit you. Have you ever had an experience where you ended up saying, I just don't know what came over me? That will be that. Holding on to negative emotions is really toxic to the body. For me, I learned this the hard way. 
And since that part of your mind runs your body, it's trying to keep you healthy and alive by getting you to be aware of what's been stored out of your awareness for a resolution. That brings us to number four. Whatever problem we have, it's really just a tip of the iceberg. And it's not even really the problem. It's just another thing that your conscious mind puts a label on in order to make sense of it. To get to the real problem, you're going to have to dive deep all the way down to the bottom. Because any problem that you're dealing with in the now, in the present time, that has the same feeling as something in your past is rooted in the past. You have to get into the unconscious mind to get to the root of the issue and you're going to need someone trained like a master NLP practitioner in order to navigate those waters with you and in a way that gets you to the root of the problem and the emotions without getting triggered. All our emotions are stored under the surface in the unconscious. And emotions are what drive our behavior and your unconscious mind is trying to get you to behave to action towards resolutions. And it uses pain to get your attention. Pain is sensory based for your conscious mind to pick up. Here's the thing. The more you try to ignore or push away the pain, it will just get louder and louder. You know this if you've ever said, why does this keep happening to me? Pain isn't the problem. Feeling pain isn't the problem. Pain just stands for pay attention in the now. Like there's an iceberg ahead, change your damn course or you're going to crash into it. And most often we crash into our problems and feel even more pain. Yeah, it does suck when you're feeling it, but pain is just another symbol your unconscious mind is using in order to communicate with you. These emotional triggers and memories do come with a lot of info attached that will help resolve them. So you can either decide that your emotional triggers are a problem or an opportunity to mine the information that's attached to the painful memory, preferably with someone who's trained, in order to release it and head to the next point in your life with some personal growth. And number five is about creating those opportunities for growth. Milton Erickson is an American psychiatrist, psychologist, and legend hypnotherapist. He said it best when he said, Patients are patients because they are out of rapport with their own unconscious. Patients are people who have had too much programming, so much outside programming that they have lost touch with their inner selves. Ever feel that there's an internal battle going on inside? That was me for the longest time, and maybe that's what you're feeling as well. That battle inside is all that outer programming that tells us what we should do and who we should be, and that actually disconnects us from whom we really are. So much of that programming that's affecting our lives as adults got into our minds before our conscious mind, our little bodyguard, was formed. That was our imprint years where our unconscious mind was open to receiving any and all types of information, good or bad. That programming is the iceberg-like problems that we crash into and those emotional landmines we set off. It's what separates us from our higher self. And our higher self is the captain who's navigating everything with precision, even though it may not feel like it in the moment because your conscious mind is so limited that it doesn't understand what's really going on. 
you'll need to start trusting because this is your instincts guiding you. And with a better relationship with your unconscious mind, you're going to also trigger more creativity, which isn't just for art or music. It's for every aspect of your life. Creativity is what gets you to course correct in life with navigation from your instincts. This is your higher self communicating with you. If you're one of those people that says that you don't trust your instincts, that's just programming clouding up the message. Get someone to clear that shit and start building some rapport, a connection with your unconscious mind, because that's the part that influences our lives in profound ways every second of our lives, when we're awake or asleep. And allowing your higher self slash captain to navigate, the faster you'll notice and understand what your unconscious mind is presenting to you. And the less pain you'll have to feel. And that makes you unsinkable. And who doesn't want that? Thank you so much for listening. Love this episode? Then share it with a friend and head on over to where you get your podcasts, either iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. That would be greatly appreciated. And in the meantime, Stay awesome because you are awesome. 